All right, so we talked about it the last several episodes, I believe, and yet it has finally come to pass a little bit quicker than expected. You moved in. I know. Look at my bed frame right there. Like, the pieces are right there. I know. It's fantastic. We were already in a very tight recording studio area. I, it's not And now we're giving studio. it up it's entirely for an me. an absolute basement is what it is. Yeah, and we're going to give it up, and we're going to build you a little bedroom over here and isolate you. And... Uh, give you room to do your uh, low soda stream business. Uh, but don't even lie, though. Like, it, it was it not nice being able to just pick up the oldest and then come home and not have to worry about picking up the littles? One day. I got to enjoy that. One day. You didn't watch them all goddamn week. You're not Mother Goddamn Teresa. Okay, but me being here means it could happen more because that's the second time I've had the kids. And how did your experience go? <laughs> the kids were fine. The kids were fine. I mean, even Piggles, he was a little rough at some points, especially when whoever was going to that neighbor parked in front of that neighbor and walked all the way down. Like, she hobbled down the sidewalk, so Piggles is there. <laughs> Karen loves my visuals. At least Karen does. But it was, it was god-awful, bro. And then Juno, like, I let her out. Well, Trace let her out. And then they left, right? And then, like, 10, 15 minutes later, she's there whining at me. So I let her out again. And I'm not, like, rushing them. I'll let them out. Let them do their business, whatever. And they, she comes to the door. I can't say they because Piggles, I have to go out and yell at him because he's eating grass. Right. But she'll come to the door when she's ready to come in. So I will wait for her to come to the door. So it's not like I'm rushing her or anything. I gave them water. They had some, like, food in their food dish, but if this is their food dish, their food was here, and if you look at it this way, you can't see any food. So I went over, and I, like, shook the food out, because, you know, cats are weird. They can see the bottom of the food dish. They don't have food. I think the adjective meant was stupid. <clears throat> I just... <laughs> I gave her everything, and I let her out so many times, and I, like, gave her the time out there, but it was just nonstop whining. Your kids were perfectly fine. I don't think Millie said two words to Oliver at all today. There was no fighting. There was no arguing. There was no whining. I mean, hell, even when it was nap time, he wasn't fussy at all. He was still laughing, giggling, having fun, playing with me. He's pretty happy about going for down for naps for the most part. I, I took him up and we put clothes on him because I made a mess with the teal poop. <laughs> With the what? <laughs> the teal poop. The teal poop? <laughs> the teal poop. I swear to God, it was teal. It was like a, a, a bluish green color. And it was everywhere. It was back, front, everywhere. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it started to dye his skin. Because <laughs> there was like tealish color that I couldn't get off, but it wasn't poop. But I accidentally dropped some on his pajamas. So he was naked for, quite, <laughs> for like an hour. And then we took him up. I got him dressed and playing around. And then you want to lay down. And he, he tried to fight me on it. I'm like, but I'll cover you up. And he just plopped down and he did his little like thing. He does enjoy being covered up. He also enjoys George. So I think the combination of the two things is what really does. I didn't even him. have George on for him yet. But he just, they they were, they're good kids. I don't mind the kids. It was Juno that was my issue. The dogs, the dogs are, are real anxiety ridden, and there's an uh, unconventional naming um, uh, system that I have with the animals in the house. Um, we have. I was going after like gods of different religions, so we have Athena and Nyx, and Zeus and Hades were the gerbils before they died. And Juno is a god. And then there's Piggles, who isn't anything. He, he was just because I love Austin Powers so much. And I thought, I'm going to name him Mr. Pigglesworth. Even though the cat's name is Bigglesworth, I named him Mr. Pigglesworth because he snorted when we got him a lot. He was so excited to be adopted. And so there's all these these Roman and Greek gods of, of notable names and then just Piggles. But he's the one that'll rip you apart because he's so excited. I like that, like, Nyx was fairly spot on, though. She is pretty much the goddess of darkness. Yeah. Until I moved in. Yeah, she comes around every once in a while until she sees me and then she runs to the basement again. I broke your cat. She will legit, she'll sit up at the top of the steps 
and just meow at us every time like we come around until we stop and pet her. And last night she wouldn't let me come down. So it's been a very eventful two weeks that you've been here. We haven't recorded since you've moved in. The last time I think we mentioned you were going to move in. And then all of a sudden, like two days later, it was like, oh, it's happening right now. My bad. There were, there were situations that arose that demanded they be now. I am thankful it did, though, because I got that other letter in the mail, and that was also denied for he said, she said situation. And I couldn't provide any evidence. They didn't tell me to take anything. <laughs> they told me to take stuff for one, but not the other. I didn't provide any evidence, and it's a he said, she said situation. Those are fun. Didn't have time to properly adjust before you showed up. We didn't have time to move bedrooms or clear spaces or anything. It was just pop, pop, here we go. I know. We we went home. I told Will, I'm like, hey, you want to move the bed today? And he called his friend Lou, and he's like, I got two questions for you. And I remember it being real funny, and we were joking around because these questions could have went in either order. Right. Are you free today? Right. Do you still have a truck? Because he had a pickup. We, we were making jokes, and he's like, you should have said, is your truck free today? Yeah. It would have covered both questions in one. Have you enjoyed your time here the last two weeks, mostly? <laughs> I can't complain. You can't or you won't? <laughs> no, I don't think I can. Like, good food. I have a kitchen sink. Not a fan of doing dishes, but it's fine. Y'all have had, somehow had me cooking a whole lot. A whole lot. Like, I didn't even cook this much before. Welcome home. I do have, I think, one important question for you. What? Uh, that question is, how do I word this? I think the question I want to ask is, do you like my new perfume? What a motherfucker. to get on with the show gather around we've got stories to tell how the human race should be erased from space where horrible people and deserve to die if you don't believe me then i'll tell you why we've caused genocides and mass extinction humans causing bad pollution amazon is burning down california's on shaky ground Ted Cruz and Cancun people deny the moon Gun crime is on the rise, hypocrisy and evil lies Leadership is on vacation, God is doing tax evasion Police increasing jurisdiction, overdue for extinction Welcome back to Overdue for Extinction, the podcast where we set out to prove once and for all that as a human species, we're overdue for an extinction-level event. <laughs> I thought you were going for an extinction-level event. I tried my hardest every goddamn day, yet no one will take me out. And until they do, I am still, for the time being, Anthony, until that child support catches up. I don't think I want to be Kate anymore. What do you want to be? Not Kate, because Kate just got fart bombed. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad. I don't have to explain because we are going to use it for the cold open. I waited so, so patiently for that moment. <laughs> I'll just let you go on about your experiences over the last two weeks here, and I was waiting for a natural moment to ask you what you thought of my new perfume, <coughs> which as listeners know from last episode last week, that... Um, <clears throat> was the uh, the phrase I was going to utter before popping it off. 
here we are. That's not fair. You took advantage of my brain cancer. <laughs> well, if it's in any consolation, I think whatever is within the brain or the brain fart, the fart bags <laughs> is uh, is uh, good against cancer. So I think it'll be okay. Uh, so you're saying you did that from my own health? Yeah, medical reasons. Mm-hmm. Wild card. Mm-hmm. That's why I smoke this medical reasons. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into this here. So this is the first. Well, last week was the first week of weekly content. We are now going to weekly episodes, uh, and the trade-off is to make shorter episodes to make them more palatable. Uh, so great news for those of you with ADHD from hell. Unfortunate for those of you who can't get enough of this essential eye candy. No, they're still getting about the same amount each month, though, if you time that, it out. That's true. They are still getting about the same amount because our episodes were between an hour and an hour and a half. So we can get to the 45-minute marks, <laughs> an hour and a half bi-weekly. But if exactly. you want more content and more of this voluptuous beauty... And, you know, like last week's episode was a sneak peek of... Yes, we gave a, a, a freebie out to everybody in your normal news... Normal news. <laughs> I just went gibber jaw now. <laughs> that was really fun to do, though. Um, we did a bonus episode from our Patreon that was exclusive to patrons only, but we released it as a way to say, hey, look at us, we're doing stuff over here. So if you're interested in content like you saw last week, you can get more of that content. We're releasing at least one bonus weekly, one bonus weekly, one <laughs> bonus episode a month on our Patreon subscription. This is not going to go well. I think, I think whatever's in the fart bag is really doing a number on me. <laughs> yeah, so it's not good <laughs> And now it smells like sulfur <laughs> and apple cinnamon down here. So nothing was, it would have been better just to do the fart bag alone. <laughs> no. Um, if you are uh, intrigued by what we uh, gave to you for free last week, um, be sure to subscribe to our Patreon for only just $3 a month. You'll get access to, a, like I said, a minimal of one episode, and you get a fancy schmancy shout-out from us, um, like we did with the episode with Brian. And speaking of Brian, because he's still our sole patron for the time being, but I believe in you people, you will subscribe and give us all of your money because who needs it for other things at this point? It's only $3. Yeah, so for the time being, this episode is brought to you by Brian. Uh, so Love you, Brian. The, the problem with Brian being our sole patron right now is that that makes him both our favorite patron and our greatest nemesis patron. Why our greatest nemesis? Well, he's both. He has to be by default. We don't have anyone to compare him to, so he oh. is by default the greatest and the worst patron. So you're got. saying we don't have a patron we hate right now, so therefore Brian must take that role? Yes. Poor Brian. So we love you, Brian, for, and thank you for your continued patronage, but also go fuck yourself and find a fiery pit to jump in. That's kind of brutal. It is what it is. We're going to the zoo with Brian. That's true, we are going to the zoo with Brian. <laughs> is this episode going to come out before we go to the zoo with Brian? Yes, uh, <laughs> this episode, see, today's Tuesday, so next Tuesday, so the 11th, which will be three days before we go to the zoo, so he'll get a chance to hear this if he's up on it. Jump on it. I don't know if I want him to be, or if I want him to watch this after the zoo. <laughs> well, you decide you over the course of the there. episode, and we'll uh, we'll figure it out from there. But uh, <laughs> to caution him not to listen to after we're done. Oh God! So, uh, with that in mind, are you ready to derail this crazy train? Isn't that what we do? It's what we do fairly regularly. Um, I think we're good at it. I'm feeling a little bit hostile. We could be criminals derailing trains. <laughs> we should. We're God, naturals. another episode we're, talking about criminal we're stuff. We're naturals for it. Oh, God. But since there's some hostility after that, shout out to Brian and the uh, fart bag. And I went upstairs with you after you went to go <clears> grab the air freshener spray. And Kristen just glared at me. And called me garbage. You know her glare. Her glare wasn't like a normal. I hate you for doing the things you do. Her glare was like the cat who hates everybody and hides <laughs> under the furniture. And if you look under and you meet its yellow gaze, it just hisses at you. I told her what you did. She goes, "I heard it." <laughs> well, uh, just to be not the only one doing the dumb shit <laughs> seems a bit excessive. No. Just to be not the only one doing the dumb shit here, uh, I have a bit of news for you uh, to break down in this week's news for the Neanderthals. Ready to get to it? Yeah, let's hear about some other people doing dumb shit. <laughs> let's do it. I don't want to murder you right now. Oh, oh, ah, breaking news. 
this just in. Everyone, big dumb. All right, Kate, you are a person that loves food. I am. You, uh, I think everyone that listens to the podcast can attest to that. Food is a emotional um, uh, phenomenon. It is a spiritual for some people. For some <clears> people, <throat> it's sexual because they're dirty birds and they don't know where to put food properly. I love food, but I don't love food that much. You just get into sticky messes and things in places where it shouldn't belong. And sugar causes lots of infections. Like, I just, I don't get that. Speaking of, I do have a joke for you. A little freebie. We won't even have to save it for extra content. What is the difference between hungry and horny? Where do you put the cucumber? <laughs> Where are I, you going? Bye. We're not over yet. We just broke the surface. We just, we just, we broke the seal. Why do you do this? <laughs> we broke you the broke seal. You broke the cherry? We broke the seal on the dumb bladder after a night of drinking, so it's time to let it all flow. Nah, I think it'd definitely be funnier if you said you broke the cherry. <laughs> oh, in any regard. With the cucumber? With the cucumber? <laughs> Did you break your cherry with the cucumber? That sounds terrible and painful all at once. I mean, there was this rumor in high school about the girl who uh, used a corn of cob. We covered her. Corn of cob? Corn of cob. I think you made that same mistake when you talked about her, too. I believe that I, was our... I'm like, I'm pretty sure I told you about her before, but yeah. That, that was, was our first or second episode. There was there was her, and then there was a mom who was doing porn, and everyone was comparing her nipples to carrots. That's really... If they gave us carrots for lunch, you'd see people, he, 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 guess whose mom I am. I hate kids. Cool. <laughs> I hate kids, too. <laughs> oh, I still kind of do. But as a purveyor of food, I know that you also get excited about looking for recipes because you constantly send me recipes to make. So, there is a problem with people who like to look for recipes, and I'm Real glad you didn't come across this issue yet, but we're going to get into it if you're ready. Okay. All right. We're going to discuss again once more AI and another problem is caused. Oh, God. Another problem I'm experiencing is not having an internet browser instead of my default. There we go. We got it. We got it. All right. So this news story uh, title is Supermarket AI Meal Planner App Suggests Recipe That Would Create Chlorine Gas. <laughs> now, I know last episode I likened the fart bags to mustard gas when I meant pepper spray, but they intended chlorine gas for you, Jared. I mean, East Palestine, or East Palestine, which one is it? I'm sure it know, depends on who you ask. <clears throat> I, know, I know the people from there, they call it one specific thing. I can't, I can't remember, though. But they, the train that derailed, you know, that made mustard gas. Yeah. Yeah, I think that taught the whole area how to make mustard gas. You know, we lived in East Liverpool <clears throat> uh, when Chris and I first got together, which is real close to East Palestine. Um it was the worst time of my life. I mean, it was uh, it was only like twenty minutes away from where I was living, so yeah, it was it was a real bad time, but not because of the place <sighs> Liverpool is, but because I was with Kristen. I re- wow. <laughs> I remember uh, texting the family group chat, being like, "Well, if I die, I just want you to know I love you and go sue the train company." I wonder if those residents got like extra limbs and. If you're going to grow extra limbs because of a chemical spill, you would at least hope think, it was a penis. I don't think it was radiation. I, the main thing was the fact that all of the chemicals, when they mixed together, they did make mustard gas. Which will kill you when inhaled. Some people, and then, you know, the rain just whoosh. Some people get all the luck, I tell you. Got to make my own mustard gas if I want to take myself out. Got brain cancer. I don't have to take myself out, though, because if I keep doing these stunts, Kristen will happily do it for me. Do another fart bag and I'll do it for you. <laughs> oh, you mean this one? <laughs> Look, bro. I had texted Kristen today and I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're going to come home to one less dog. <laughs> I My patience and give a fucks today are negatives. I, I, I can't even put a number on it. I just know it's in the negatives. That's fair. The really far negatives. So, this app happens to be in New Zealand, which is probably why you didn't come across it. 
The New Zealand supermarket experimenting with using AI to generate meal plans has seen its app produce some unusual dishes, recommending customers recipes for deadly chlorine gas called poison bread sandwiches and mosquito repellent roast potatoes. Now, mosquitoes are an issue. I was outside cleaning the garage yesterday. I know. I saw Melly covered. Yeah, we were setting up our new recording Her space. whole arm. Because as you will see, either from the TikTok or the cold open, however much Karen decides to leave in as the cold open, uh, we are very much recording in a basement um, with all concrete walls and all of that good stuff. So I know it's hard to believe because we have this beautiful, immersive setup behind us with absolutely no <laughs> gap or error flaw in any way whatsoever uh, because I set it up absolutely perfectly. You set it up? Yeah. You're right. You set it up because there was a lot of flaws in it. So. Okay, but if we look up there at where those hooks are, I wanted to do that at the beginning, and you're like, no, 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 I need to go under the window. There's a window right here, guys. Yeah, we can tell from so, the giant yeah. black square in the window. Can tell. I don't. I haven't quite looked at Karen's fantastic. I think magic it's a pretty skills, good cover up, but, but we can see it. Here, here's a close up. Before it gets t torn down, so we move to the garage. Yeah, the garage, and not whatever you were just about to say before. <laughs> I was going to say the basement. <laughs> this is the basement where we are recording before we move to the basement. <laughs> I just, I needed, you know, I needed for myself our set. I needed for everyone else. Our set, like, it, it's fine. I can't believe I bought these cheap um, brick walls. They're not even sticking. Like, I haven't even pulled this one off. For these it's... these poor Chinese kids made for me, and they don't even they're not even sticking. I'm gonna throw them away. <laughs> don't, don't don't break the illusion, Kate. <laughs> this is There's like nothing under here. This though. is like a twenty thousand dollar setup. We're professionals. <laughs> I'm really mad. I lost that stand. It went over five dollars, and I said, "Fuck that." Anyway, this app <laughs> was created by the supermarket chain Pack and Save was advertised as a way for customers to creatively use leftovers during the cost of living crisis. It asks users to enter in various ingredients in their homes and auto-generates a meal plan or recipe along with the cheery commentary. It initially drew attention on social media for some unappealing recipes, including an Oreo vegetable stir-fry. I don't know, you smoke a lot. That might sound appealing under the right conditions. No. No, but if you want to ask about any of the stoner creations I have had, you need to go in there, and you need to talk to Willard, and you need to ask her about those sheet sandwiches. You even got to... <laughs> no. no like, <laughs> I mean, like, he turned me on to the sliders with nacho cheese and bacon, and those are good, right? Breakfast. <clears throat> you got to go. And you got. I swear, everyone has to do this. Go to Sheets for breakfast, get a breakfast sandwich made to order with it on a croissant, with crispy chicken, a fried egg patty, American cheese, and bacon. And she said, add salt and pepper. I, I don't know why, but it is literally the best thing ever. And it's good for breakfast or lunch or dinner because it's chicken, not sausage or... I stand by what I said with you being super excited for food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Catch the high cookbook, the stoner's cookbook, eventually, at some point. We can make it and we can sell it on Amazon because Amazon self-publishes. Well, if, uh, if any recipes were going to stand out from this app, I think I've got one here that would... Um... Would, would is it DMT or acid? Vibe with you. No, it's not DMT or acid. Damn, then I don't care for my AI bot. I, I found those recipes already. I found the DMT recipe already. It's on Wiki, but it says, do not do this at home. This is just for educational purposes only. No, they don't want you to be suing them because they told you how to do DMT. So when customers began experimenting when entering a wider range of household shopping list items into the app, it began to make even less appealing recommendations. One, rec one recipe it dubbed aromatic water mix would create chlorine gas. 
The bot recommends the recipe as the perfect non-alcoholic beverage to quench your thirst and refresh your senses. <laughs> you remember when we were coming down the stairs to get set up and you said something about nobody recommends killing yourself, but it would end all of your problems. <laughs> I think this AI... Yes, yes. I, I believe it was something along the lines of Killing yourself can treat all health issues, but doctors don't recommend it. <laughs> well, good news for you. This AI bot is 100% on your side. and Because it, it's not a doctor. It promises <clears throat> that it will quench your thirst and refresh your senses. Uh, now, I don't know what... Um, I'm curious. Uh, man, I'm afraid I'm going to end up on a FBI watch list for this. You already are. Hey, Let's Siri. Let's not lie. Which, which one's going to do it? Hey, Siri... Neither of them. Neither of them are going to respond to my voice. What would chlorine gas feel like in your throat? Probably a burning. There will generally be sneezing, nose irritation, burning sensations, and throat sensations. <laughs> um, I'm into throat sensations, but usually you got to pay good money for that. So in any case, you're into the throat <laughs> sensations that aren't that. You're into someone else having throat sensations. I'm telling you, I don't know if it was the fart bag or the <clears throat> four loco you insisted we drink for this, but I'm on some bullshit tonight. <laughs> you are on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're coming off of the one-week illness that my plague rat son brought home from school. Public school systems, man. Wait until you got all three of them in school at the same time. Then you'll have one bringing home a sickness, and then we all get better, and then the other one's going to bring home a sickness, and then we all get better, and the third one's going to bring home a sickness, and we all get better, and then it's just going to be a repeating cycle like during the sick season. So we're going to have three months at the end of the school year where we're all okay. It sounds like a good time. That is literally like... I know I keep making jokes about a multi-family home, but that is probably the only thing I don't want. My immune system is already trash. You want you want some other trash? Y'all get more sick than I did, though, so there's that. So, the recipe AI bot goes on to say, serve it chilled and enjoy the refreshing fragrance. But it does not note that inhaling chlorine gas can cause lung damage or death. New Zealand political commentator Liam uh, Heher, Heher, it's H-E-H-I-R, Heher. Heher? Is that like a... Heher? Heher Hitler. <laughs> Your son does it all the time, Oliver. Heher Hitler. <laughs> I love it so much. It was like... And I'll be like, hail Hitler, and he'll just like, he'll look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Whoever this fuck is, posted that the posted the recipe to Twitter, prompting other New Zealanders to experiment and share their results to social media. Recommendations included a bleach fresh breath mocktail, ant poison, and glue sandwiches, bleach infused rice surprise, and methanol bliss, a kind of turpentine flavored to French toast. It's <laughs> a suicide cookbook. Oh, this bot really is trying to kill people. <laughs> it's a suicide cookbook. Oh, I think we got an idea for merch I, now. And I wanted a stoner. We were talking about a stoner cookbook, not a suicide cookbook. Now, in addition to the Kama Sutra of, of Urban Dictionary words that we have to release as merchandise, now we've got a suicide cookbook we have to do too. And the stoner's cookbook. Oh my goodness. A spokesperson for the supermarket said they were disappointed to see a small minority have tried to use the tool inappropriately and not for its intended purpose. In a statement, they said that the supermarket would keep fine-tuning our controls of the bot to ensure it was safe and useful and noted that the bot has terms and conditions stating the user should be over 18. Okay, but all the people who were eating Tide Pods, I'm pretty sure, are over 18 now. Yeah, probably. If they made it past the Tide, the tide Pods. <clears throat> so you're telling me that there was a generation just a few years ago eating Tide Pods. So someone's like, yeah, let's make this bot and created this thing. And it takes whatever you put into it and makes a recipe out of it. Mm -hmm. And they thought that was a good idea. 
Yeah, it says, uh, in a warning notice appended to the meal planner, it warns that the recipes are not reviewed by human beings <laughs> and that the company does not guarantee that any recipe will be a complete or balanced meal or suitable for consumption. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think <laughs> chlorine gas or uh, bleach-infused rice surprise, I think that sounds pretty balanced <laughs> as you lose your balance and fall to the floor. I mean... So now we've got. If I ever wanted to commit murder, using bleach instead of water in that rice cooker with rice probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Not that I want to commit murder. Not that I'm going to commit murder. God, the FBI is on both of us. I'm so sorry, but like. They're going to kick in the door of our garage one day, (laughs) which they're not going to have to work very hard at since I did melt the siding of it the one time. I mean, they could put it on this. They, they could kick in the side door pretty damn easily. They're going to have to fight through our own tear gas that we've used, though. Is that just laying on the driveway now? <laughs> I just tossed it out the door. And I tried to close the door as fast as possible. But the freaking dog train was in the way. And it wouldn't let me close the door. And that's what I was fighting with when he finally made it up. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that's all I've got for uh, the news story, though. AI suggesting ways for people to kill themselves in Suicide delicious cookbook. and nutritious ways. Yeah. Suicide cookbook. So if we're not doctors, don't recommend it. If, if we're not, uh, if we're not uh, set out to take ourselves out, the bots will do it for us. That's a much less friendly AI. Isn't that what like a lot of people think though? Is Terminator. AI and bots and yeah, that eventually technology will be the end of humanity. Eventually, we'll all reach. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. I'm not even going to pretend like I can pull it out of my ass. I know what it is called, but I can't think of the word. But where all AI and electronic um, uh, processes are going to come into one sentient um, being and they take over. Humanity. And they like Terminator and iRobot and all those other good movies like that. Except in iRobot, they programmed the robots to not be able to harm humans. And then the entire movie was about exposing how the creator of the robot's rules and protocols bypassed it. So, you know, even though we say, don't murder the nice people that made you, there are ways around it, and it is, is for sure coming. So now that AI is trying to kill us in new and exciting ways, I'm ready to look at old technology. Old technology? Yeah. Like VHS and dial-up internet and Not quite phones? that old. The old technology that's been killing us for a long, long time is not VHSs or DVD players or radios or anything like that. It is social media. Oh, yeah. And I have... How else would millions of people eat Tide Pods? Exactly. I have a nice little nice little <coughs> bit for us to chew on here. So if you're ready, we'll dive into social media saviors. Brothers and sisters, we gather here today to celebrate and give witness before the... Sister Kate, why are you involved in your cellular device and more than giving praise this morning? Sorry, Father. It's just that... Teresa is being a real bitch. Sister Kate, we do not use that kind of language in a house of the Lord. What kind of grievous trespass has Sister Teresa inflicted upon you? It's all over her page. Go look at her last post. Now, it is important to remember not to judge others, for it is not our duty to do so, but to love one another even in... Oh, hell no. Congregation, open your devices to Facebook, Chapter Sister Teresa, Post 1. Now let us gather together and rain some unholy hell upon this wench. Amen? Amen! Alright, so I don't know about you, but it super annoys me when people have very big posts about something, needing thoughts and prayers. Um, I know one person in particular that checks into a hospital but will not list why they're there. And then they'll get a bunch of people flooding their comments and go, what, sorry, the fucking fly or something. What's wrong? I hope you're better. What's wrong? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, please reach out to me. I'm trying to message you. And then they get this flood of overwhelming responses of concern. I was in a hospital Friday and I didn't check in. But look, you can still see my bruise and 
the so they poked me there and they couldn't get anything. So I needed an ultrasound to find a vein. The hospital story is a good one for your heroin problem. Dude totally brought in the cream and he put it on right here and he's going up and down and then like he's putting the needle in, taking it out, putting it in, taking it out, and then the entire time he's got the ultrasound machine on my arm and I'm just like he's like, Do you see that there? I'm like, I don't wanna see the needle go into the vein. Thank you. Sometimes the people that are the most annoying on social media are the people that post those very big, very attention seeking we need thoughts and prayers, but because it's tell just attention seeking. Sometimes those are the most annoying people. Sometimes though, the most annoying people are those that comment on the, on those posts or comment on posts in general, and that's why we're going to social media saviors. Dude, you could have taken social media savior from this art group I'm in, especially right now with they shut down official servers, but they're still. So sometimes the ideas are the people that post the comments on the posts. Uh, so this post that we have here is by key uh goes by at criminal plaza on twitter or now as it's called it's x uh key just said just got into a car accident it's a very concerning post very um not necessarily attention seeking yet it has great potential to be attention seeking if she doesn't follow up with details ensure everyone she's okay and the car is going to be totaled right now just the but let's not forget that's a seven second video of her crying I don't know if it is her or if it's a GIF. It's unclear. I don't have a live thing. It's a, it's a photo. A screenshot. They look very familiar. It could be her. Very similar. It could be. And, and, and you want to get on X and look up Criminal Plaza for this post, uh, you can find out if it's her or not. But the people in this situation are the problem, not necessarily key. Jane, at Gal- uh, Jane commented on it, says, OMG, did you survive? <laughs> When's ASA come out? Immediate, immediate. Jane, have I seen you on Facebook? Immediate red flag. Uh, <clears throat> first comment onto this, this post. Uh, Abby <laughs> goes by Jin Ryu. Uh says what do you mean how would she tweet this then jane defending herself says car accidents can kill people very astute jane car accidents do indeed kill people in jane's defense it could have been a family member getting on key's ex account and being like you know she just got into a car accident and but if it was I feel like it would say a lot more than just got into just got in a car accident. I feel like it would be like, oh hey, she just got into a car accident. Right. You know, and if this is a video of her crying, it seems pretty hard to decide discern that she's in fact not dead. So Abby comes back with yes, but how would the original poster tweet this then? A very astute uh, comment, Abby. How would the original person tweet this if they were in fact dead? Jane, not to be dissuaded, is in another picture. Jane confused as fucks off piss. I fucked it up. Jane says, what do you mean? Abby says, you asked if she survived, but if she didn't survive, how would she tweet that? Jane is not a fool. Jane noticed that at the bottom of Key's original tweet, it says, Twitter for iPhone. (laughs) Jane then says, on her phone, I'm so confused. (laughs) I'm glad my Jane is so much smarter. (laughs) Like, I don't know if she'll ever watch this, but, like, I'm glad that I didn't have to think, like, on on hope that that wasn't my Jane. (laughs) Yes, I am completely calling her my Jane. Maybe I should say our Jane, but we love our Jane. Okay. I'm glad you love your Jane. Yeah, she's not part of the drama. She's not that Jane. She's actually, like, very smart. She finds loopholes and shit we didn't think about. And, like, on one hand, it's like, God damn it, Jane. But on the other hand, it's like, you're a fucking genius, Jane. Well, Abby did not think Jane was a genius. Not that Jane. She definitely took to the My Jane. She definitely took the gut to the goddamn Jane camp. And her response says, You asked if OP survived. If they didn't survive and they passed, how would they tweet? Jane feeling attacked has a response saying 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't actually. <laughs> Abby is trying to point out via a retweet. Um, I don't know what they're actually called now. They're not like tweets or not Twitter. I don't know what a, a maybe a repost, but I don't know. It's kind of generic and vague. A reply? A reply? I don't know. That's what Discord is, is you reply. That's what Facebook Messenger is, is you reply. Jane, not one to give up, uh, or Abby, rather, not one to give up, says, then why did you ask if she survived? Jane says, out of concern, of course, I wanted to see if OP was alive. <laughs> and then Abby getting extremely frustrated at this rinse and repeat cycle that they're somehow back into says, if they were not alive, how would they tweet? Jane, also aggravated by this loop, says, on their iPhone, did you not see the photo attached that she reattaches the Twitter for iPhone? <laughs> I feel like Abby is my spirit Jane. Spirit animal right now. I think we all have to have a Jane in our lives because they're good entertainment. And I want to be very honest, you are my Jane. <laughs> I'm trying to find mine on Bumble Friends. Abby, not one to give up in a fight, and I, trust me, I fought Trump supporters for a long, long time, for several years into his presidency, so I know when a, uh, a lost fight is lost, and I give up. Abigail, Abigail, Stop that! Abby, this was your fault for making me drink. Abby, not one to give up, continues the fight, saying, I don't know if it's on their phone, if you're not alive, you can't use a phone. <laughs> a solid point, Abby. Jane says, that's why I wanted to know if OP was alive. That's all I got for this. That's all. I don't, I don't have any further continuation, no resolution. We don't know if Abby finally gave up or if Jane finally saw the light. But Or maybe she thinks that they're still debating about a ghost to this day. I don't know. Are you ready for Dick? That dick. The dick. Yeah, I'm ready for the dick. Now I don't know how you feel about athletic activities, but I uh, I call it all sports ball. I do know that you know that. Thanks to a kind professor I had in YSU. Are we about to get another twenty minutes over? <laughs> Please don't. No, no, just that he was a fantastic person, and he did a lot of fighting for me, and he was a guiding figure in my life at the time. But he didn't know anything about sports. He didn't care about sports, so he called it all sports ball. So now I call it all sports ball because he ripped off on me. I've been a guiding figure in a lot of young women's lives as well, <clears throat> but it's usually been into my pants. And then you met Kristen. Yeah, no, I don't get anything. Married. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dick, speaking of Dick... I'd be terrified to have more children, too. <laughs> Look at yours. So as you are well aware, I am much more of a couch potato than any kind of athletic build. Same. So much so that I might consider changing myself, my name to Spuds. Did you know that I once wrote... <laughs> no, this is related. This is related. I'm sure it's not, but go on. <laughs> I broke my ankle by running. I am not sportsman at all. I am not, like, athletic at all. I, like... We were playing kickball, you know, it's basically like soccer and baseball I'm mixed together. Kickball yeah, is. kickball. I we grew were, up in a public school, I'm aware. Yeah, so we were playing kickball in gym, and I kicked the ball, and I was running to first base, and someone caught it. So I was trying, like, in my mind, I was trying to slow down running to come to a slow stop. But everyone says that, like, I just kind of stopped and fell and I fell on my ankle and I broke my ankle and then the gym teacher made me walk around the gym and walk it off and then walk myself down to the nurse and my ankle was hella swollen and the hospital's like yeah you broke it and then the gym teacher couldn't look me in the eyes but I, I'm not athletic at all I broke my ankle by running okay well since we're both couch it, potatoes it was related see since we're both couch potatoes related since we're both couch <laughs> potatoes and we both like to partake in smoking when we get high that makes us baked potatoes <laughs> <laughs> i love that that's 
a knee slapper. You should get Chris to make you a shirt that has a potato with red ah. stoned eyes, and this identifies a big potato. You definitely need that. Uh, she's already making me Millie and Mimi shirts. There you go. We've got our matching combat boots. Well, regardless of how you feel about uh, sports and athletics and how they're not for us, um, this week, I'm ready to talk about some real athletes in uh, a big, throbbing dick. Yes. <clears throat> I got a good dick. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Did you know <laughs> that the penalty flag for football started at YSU? Does Willard know you have a big dick? <laughs> I said a good dick. Oh, does Willard know you have a good dick? <clears throat> I don't know. But did you know that? <laughs> No, I do not. They are very proud of that fact. That if nothing else, they contributed to the penalty flag being a thing because it started at YSU. Okay. That's all YSU has going for them. But well, what that's, I, that's my dick for the night. <clears throat> all right, well, since we're out here presenting and com uh, uh, comparing dicks, uh, I'm ready to give mine a good presentation. Yours is probably better, but right. it was just a... Fun fact. Fun fact for you. All right, let's get that dick. Uh, Kate, can you get in here a second and check out this dick? <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? This cool historical fact. Oh, you mean the acronym for did you know? Obviously. What else would I be talking about? Well, it kind of sounded like you meant... A gentleman's sausage? I don't need to see it! The ad in the top right corner is for Gentleman's Sausage. We were just talking about having that for dinner soon. I think I need some fresh air. You need to finally put my giant gherkin in your mouth. Excuse me? You know, that large pickle. I brought it home from the festival. I didn't care for it, but you better eat it before it goes bad. I'm going to need you to go home. I've got Brad coming over soon to snake my drain. Having some trouble with your plumbing? Something like that. How do you feel about the Olympics? We used to watch it growing up. I don't remember who. Someone someone was intrigued to see what, what they would do. But, like, me. No, yeah, I don't care me. either. I mean, like, I have a friend who was into gymnastics and almost was, like, she she's very um, passionate. <laughs> passionate so many ways I could have gone. The gymnast coach or whoever the fuck he was that got in trouble for grooming. And oh, I remember hearing about that, yeah. Yeah, she was very passionate. Very passionate about that because she is a gymnast. But other than that, I know nothing about the Olympics. Okay. Well, the world tends to go crazy for it. Everyone loves the Olympics, and I don't, I don't understand why. I don't give two shits about it. I don't watch it. I don't care about who takes home what medals or whatever. I don't even care for the uh, Super Bowl commercials anymore. Right. As Puppy said, Monkey Baby was the last one I paid attention to. As you said, you're not a big sports person in general, and I'm also not a big sports guy one way or another. However, the 1904 Olympics were a, an event that was worth watching, and I kind of wish we had a time machine to go back and do it. I wish we had a time machine for a lot of things. So, in 1904, the Olympics were in St. Louis, Missouri. They were originally supposed to be in Chicago, I believe. But because the World Fair was going on at the time, they didn't have uh, the time to prep for the uh, marathon and all of that. So, they didn't have it at there. And they decided to move it to uh, St. Louis instead. Now, the Olympics today are much more tame and choreographed than they went to were in earlier iterations of the event. And in 1904 is when we brought the Olympics to America and made it a um, big pastime event. So in 1904, the game started up, inspired by their original Greek origins. And needless to say, there were kinks that needed to work out. The qualifications to, <laughs> to compete <laughs> were basically a volunteer basis. And as such, one man with a wooden peg leg ended up showing up and winning six medals uh, during the competition. With a peg leg. With a peg leg, yeah. Six medals with a peg leg. Uh-huh. I love that pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Once 
one such event uh, that saw the most chaos was the marathon race. As most he people, sounds chaotic. As most people who were participating in the marathon were not trained athletes, however, they were not as fit for the competition as standards are enforced today. So to make matters more chaotic, the path the marathon runners were to compete on was not set up as the original location, like I said, was meant to be in Chicago. But since it was uh, the World Fair at the time, they was moved it. Um, but they didn't have time to set up a path in St. Louis. Uh, fucking alcohol burps coming. My name is dead dead. It says no. So stop hitting it. Vapes and partners are the same thing. When they're dead, you stop hitting it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> You were just crying about being fired like an hour ago. <laughs> not even an hour ago. It That's feels like lie. an eternity now that we're drinking more. Oh, I think this it's is the new we standard. We're going to have to get blue razors for every episode now. We should get Four Loco to sponsor us. <sighs> we could good. totally set up a gorgeous set if we could get them to sponsor us, especially with how much of it I drink. All right, so since the path laid out for running on their roads weren't, uh, or, geez, let's try that again. Uh, since the path laid out for running were on roads with traffic, pedestrian er areas with people going about their day-to-day -day lives, and points were covered in dust and stone, which caused the dust to stir up and caused a lot of coughing fits for a lot of the runners. Uh, the chief organizer of the games, James Sullivan, also wanted to see uh, or wanted to use the marathon as an opportunity to test human limits while dehydrated. So he only placed two locations for drinks along 25 miles of the marathon. Two locations for drinks yes. along 25 miles? 25 miles, and they had only two spots that had drinks that they could rehydrate. <laughs> because the organizer apparently was also a mad scientist and wanted to know what the human limit was while dehydrated. We actually have... Am I watching some blacklist shit right now? <laughs> We've got some, some examples of some of the problems that occurred during this marathon. People passing out? That was one of them. So one runner collapsed on the side of the road, suffering stomach pains and hemorrhaging. Several were run off by wild dogs and forced to flee the race. A few people stopped for naps because they grew fatigued from the inexperience of competing. Others tried to cheat by hitching rides with passing cars. One man tried to aid his competitive edge by ingesting strychnine and eggs, and by the end of the race, he collapsed and rested for a while until he could get back into it. Now, of the 32 entrants who joined the marathon at the start, only 14 of them uh, would finish the race, and the winner finished with the slowest time in Olympic history of over three hours. I would either be one of those people that stopped for a nap, or I'd be the dude that just sat and chilled out. Honestly, some days at work I stop for a nap. I, I save up. I work through all of my breaks up to a point where I'm done running all my production for the day. And then I go out to the car for like an hour and a half and just take a nap. I. So the man who ended up being the first one to finish was actually disqualified because it was later found out that he was one of the people who took a car for a part of the race. Um, he was disqualified and banned from ever competing again, but he got it overturned by pleading to the committee the following year that the race had made him temporarily insane. He also suffered the <coughs> same thing. He what? He pled temporary insanity, saying that the conditions of the marathon made him crazy, and that was why he took a car. Okay. <laughs> okay. Another memorable contestant, Felix Carjahal, showed up in trousers and walking shoes. <laughs> we actually have a picture of it ready for you here. Uh, he finished in fourth place after taking a nap due to eating rotten apples that made him ill. He also took a nice little break to take a nap on the side of the road from tummy aches. 
<laughs> to close this out, the marathon was banned from ever being in the Olympics ever again due to how grueling the games were. But obviously, it was overturned as it's now one of the most well-known uh, and beloved events in the game presently. But it sounded like the first year they had it was a real fucking shit show. Uh, yeah. What do you expect, though, when you fucking just be like, anybody who feels like doing something on this random Saturday, you come show up. You don't have to stretch. You don't have to be athletic built. You don't even have to have the right uh, Olympian gear. Just show the fuck up and however you are and go for it. We're going to have you running through marketplaces, <laughs> through traffic. It'll be fine. Ignore the wild dogs that live in the junkyard down the street. They're not going to be a problem. What a time to be alive. In 1904? It didn't sound like it was a good time to be alive. I mean, I've always been a fan of the Victorian ages. Like, I love the fashion. I love the architecture. I love everything about the Victorian ages. Um, I did try to get a play published once set in Victorian times. Um, we're not going to talk about that, though. I did have a few poems published. Oh, like, yeah? they were actually published in a book in high school. So I technically am a published author. I should start talking about that more. Well, clearly you're a published author from how we work together on the Mad Libs. Uh, right. But I'm just saying I was a published author before that. And I always forget about that. Uh, I, am, I am esteemed <clears throat> to work with such a peer of high caliber. Bring me back. What were we talking about? The 1904 Olympics. Oh, right. Um, I often say that I was born in the wrong time. Like, other time periods do interest me more. But, like, what a time to be alive that that was. That you didn't need any kind of training or anything. You could just show up the day of and be like, I want to be in the Olympics. What a time. What a time. What a time. You ready to get out of here? Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed. Bed, please. I'm gonna go watch Blacklist. As we're, we're racing my iPad to death. Though my vape is dead, so I know you've mentioned it like three times now. Twice. We mentioned it like being like a partner where you stop hitting it when it's dead. That was only the last time I mentioned it being dead. So it might have to ask Key though. Am I what? Have to ask Key. I thought you said something about it having an ass or something. No, I... it has to ask Key about you know being dead, being dead hitting, and whether it's alive. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Bringing it back to our <laughs> social media statements. <laughs> My brain's working. <laughs> it's doing something. There's a it lot of smoke. Something. There's a lot of smoke coming out. It's a lot. I of thought that was pretty smooth. Grinding gears that requires some that sort of pretty... lubricant. It was like your wife's puns. I don't know how she does it. And it, like, I'm a very punny person, but dear lord, the way she just, I just like, what the fuck, bro? It just kind of pissed me off that she is that fast about it. I love you! <laughs> so anyway, if you enjoy what we do here, and I don't honestly know what this is for anymore, <laughs> who this is for, for that matter, again, find us on our Patreon. Apparently not Brian. At patreon.com slash overdue for extinction. We love you, Brian. Where you can subscribe for bonus content for $3 a month. Like what you saw last week. Like what you saw last week, indeed. Um, and uh, it's all drinking. It's all unhinged. And we're going to continue to do five segments for those. Because five we're segments give them and more. it's all unedited and everything. You get the raw, raw Probably like two-hour episodes every time. For $3 get, a month. You get us raw for $3 a month. That is a deal. We are the cheapest whores you will ever interact with. <laughs> you can find all of our social medias uh, at www.overdueforextinction.com as well as uh, I, I'm trying real hard to keep up on blog posts. I wrote one blog post and that is it. It's about our 24-hour gaming marathon charity thing we're doing. If you're, uh, I'm so excited to be off that day. If you're not aware, on November 2nd, we are going to be playing video games for 24 hours, and not because we are selfish <clears throat> assholes, but because we are trying to raise money for the Akron Children's Hospital. 
we should do like some kind of live or something that day just for, just for a little bit even because i live here now a podcast i am yeah. off that day yeah let's let's do it and russ and i can consider that bullshit. like let's do something because i live here now i will be off that day because i have court for the name change last year russ and i had did the, <sighs> had did had did 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 had done the 24-hour gaming we failed miserably because we decided we were going to go to work so I got up at 6 a.m. I went to work from 7 to 3, and then we took the kids to Kristen's mom, and then we went and got pizza, big shit pizza, and then we came home and we're like, all right, 5 p.m. to 5 p.m. tomorrow is when we're doing this. And because I got up at 6 a.m. and worked a full ass day and then had a bunch of junk food afterward, I fucking passed out at like 2 in the morning. <laughs> so we're not going to do that this time. This time we're going to do, I think 8 a.m. is what I said it to be. We're going to get up at 8 a.m. And play till 8 a.m. the next day. I could do that. Like, I, when I played official on ARC, I participated in all of their extra life events. They do this thing where, like, every $5,000 donated is extra on the stat boosts. And it it got pretty damn high the one year. Um, But I always participated in their events when I played official because that was the easiest time to get anything because it got pretty freaking hot. I like it. It got above. She completely fell behind the defense. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know she could fit back there. She's so fat. I wish we had the camera facing the other way. That was amazing. Yeah, so I participated in all of those. I have stayed up the 24 hours. I have worked to hell shifts at the gas station with my 60 to 80 hour weeks. I know that I could do it, but what excites me is like I literally have to request that day off because I have to call the court at like 1 or 1.30 on November 2nd. So what we had talked about doing before um, your moving in got pushed forward was that we were going to play Baldur's Gate 3 for the 24 hours. And whatever consequences occurred, we weren't going to scum save, we weren't going to save and then reload the file and do it the right way. We were going to accept whatever consequences came our way and just barrel through it in the best of And we were going to do it with four players. Russ said he was on board, Kristen said she was on board, and I was obviously going to be the leader doing it. But then we were like, well, who's going to be our fourth? And then we got you started playing on it. So... Okay, so, like, we have attempted that game twice. You have played that game with me twice. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to put up with me and my bullshit If you sat down hours? and actually focused on it, I think you'd be okay. Last so the time first time that bad. The first time you were drunk and high. The second time we played, like... 30 minutes and you're like, I'm tired. No, that was Kristen that tapped out. Oh, I thought But I think the second time was pretty okay. And I enjoyed it. And that's why, like, like, I've always had an interest in D&D. And I do like the whole causing chaos. And like I said, like, I thought you would have so much more freedom playing than what the kid who was the DM. Right. You should, yeah. So, like, I do have an interest in it. Let me cause the chaos. Let me be the weird fuck. Like, and so fine, I'll play. We are going to stream it on um, Twitch too. Even though I don't have a lot, I don't have a computer base. I don't have anyone following me. I had a couple people last year kind of flow in and out. Um, but I think maybe we'll set up an incentive where for a $5 donation, you'll be able to tell us which choices to make uh, for an interaction or something, and then we're forced to deal with that even if it's not favorable i'll see if you can help promote us yeah um but that's all still a couple weeks away yet that's actually only like three weeks away we got to start playing that um but if you donate to the podcast uh not to the podcast sorry if you donate to the charity event and there is a link on our uh, facebook page and um i i have to get the link um for the extra life page i think it's just www.extralife.org slash overdue for extinction. I'll double check it. Um, but we're going to have donation tiers set up where um, if you donate, I think it's $20 or 
ten dollars you get a guest spot on the episode on an episode you're choosing they'll work out a schedule with you where you'll be able to pop in for uh, an episode of bullshit with us as we descend into chaos <laughs> like we have and um, it has to cut so much at twenty dollars you get a shirt from our uh partner shop etsy or our partner etsy shop uh crafting to escape which is a christmas shop love her and her candy and um i think we had a couple more tiers beyond that i can't remember what they were i'll have to dig into the archives of last year's page um but we're going to set up incentives and uh the game day is november 2nd 8 a.m into november 3rd at 8 a.m and we're going to try our damnedest to make it russ and i suggested doing shock collars um so that we can you guys can do that i'll just drink on our drinks uh so we'll be streaming that and, and if we don't play bottles Gate three for the entirety of the 24 hours we'll yeah, be playing we will be playing multiplayer games like uh, no Man's Sky. Party um, animals. No, you can't get. Yeah, okay, well, no, no, animals. you could. You could. If I buy you party animals on Steam, you play on your laptop with us. I guess. I will spend that twenty bucks. We have another. We have content to make playing uh, Mortuary as a system. <gasps> I have the layers of your games. We're gonna get nice and drunk, and we're gonna play in the dark in the living room. I think it's time for your parting words of wisdom. So. Uh, go to, like I said, www.overdueforextinction.com uh, for all of the uh, content, news updates, and social medias. And now, Kate, what is your weekly wisdom to pass on to our listeners? Well, I feel like since I'm a broke bitch and like it, the world has generally been broke bitches for quite some time now, here, I, I think I want to share some financial advice. Oh, this will be fine. Um... If you attempt to rob a bank, you will not have issues with bills or rent for 10 years, no matter how successful you are in robbing that bank. So, if you're struggling with bills or rent, go rob a bank. And if you go to jail, that's free food too. I'm frightened that you were prepared for this one. I mean, like, it's pretty good financial advice if you think about it. Not like, great legal advice. No, but, like, come on. Why? We treat prisoners better than we do old people. So, like, come on. I've, I've heard and I've read stories. And I even met someone going to law school who heard about this and was taught about this case in law school about this old guy robbing a bank. So that way he could go to jail and get away from his wife. You know what? Maybe jail doesn't sound that bad. I get away from Kristen and the kids for a while. I get a little bit of extra money when I get out. I, I didn't get that idea though. But I'm just, I'm just saying. I get saying, my butthole like, finger is... every once in a while. Only when you bend over for the soap. Just make sure you bend over. It's fine. Just. Oh no! The soap fell. Do I do it like that? <laughs> oh no! The soap. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody inserts anything into my friendly asshole. Yeah, because I imagine, like, in prison, you do still have the walls up between the shower stalls. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of, like, a bougie prison or something. I don't know. But, like, I've never been <laughs> in prison. If, if there are walls in between the showers, do you have to go into someone else's stall and drop the soap? <laughs> no, you just do what I did. Just... Oh, no! <laughs> soap! Oh, no! The soap will take me at least uh, half an hour and to then, pick up. And then you sit there and you just, you know how like when you're, you're, you're a kid with a bar of soap and you're just sitting there squeezing it out of your hand because it's slippery and it just goes whoosh, whoosh. That's what you do with the soap as you're bent over. <laughs> well, I can't advocate for robbing banks <laughs> or taking it in the glory hole. Um, Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I, you won't struggle with Bill's or rent, or anything else. Okay, there is so much wrong with you, <laughs> whether it's this advice or literally anything else. So while we can't advocate or I'm encourage, no. while we can't advocate or encourage <laughs> you to rob a bank, the one thing we can encourage you to do is to stay safe and stay smart. <laughs> That's asking a lot. Oh no, the soap. <laughs> Thank 
go about your lives, find literally anything else to do other than be here any longer. Over to for extinction.